Jeff's. Jeff's Wonder I promise I will. No, no, not yet, but I'll get around to it later. About 17? No, no, I didn't get the ones with the feathers because... Real, look, I don't have time for this right now. I've got people at the door and yes, it's Friday, all right? Yeah, all right, okay. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye-bye. Look, I'm sorry about that, folks. Um, welcome to the Wonderland. Please come in, sit down, grab a complimentary beverage from the sideboard and make yourselves at home. And let's get this show on the road. Now, as I've just accidentally demonstrated, there are people, as in your friends, relatives, your boss, your landlord, scammers with strange accents posing as Microsoft troubleshooters and so on, who all have the tendency to call you on the phone at the least convenient time. I'm pretty sure most of you have noticed this, and I'm sure that this happens a lot more now than it did before we actually all got mobile phones. Now, I don't know why, but I think it's some form of karma, as in punishment for having the bloody things in the first place, or at least another one of those yin-yang situations. Anyway, welcome to the show. I'm Jeff, and this is the 35th episode. So if you're new to the Wonderland, there's a lot of catching up to do. Although, if I put it that way, it sounds like homework, doesn't it? Okay, so let me rephrase that by saying it's an excellent opportunity for some binge listening. And everyone enjoys that. So, for those of you who don't know, I'm a musician, singer-songwriter, comedian, contemplator of life, and amateur barista slash coffee enthusiast. Most of those areas have so far been regularly indulged in, to some extent, here on The Wonderland, all except for the coffee thing. And so, with the roasted bean in mind, we are now going to wrap our listening gear around the first 100% Arabica Fair Trade Organic Triple Espresso Strength part of today's show. Yes, it's theory time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm going to tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory and time. a big fuzzy welcome to theory time. Coffee, coffee, coffee. And, if I might add, coffee. To be honest, I haven't always been a fan. But at some point during the last 20 years or so, I suddenly became one, having been brought up in Australia on a warm beverage diet of black tea, which these days I find kind of boring by comparison. And like a lot of coffee drinkers and even non-coffee drinkers, I still reckon that perhaps the best thing about coffee is the smell of it after it's been freshly ground. And I have to say that experience with my semi-automatic coffee machine at home has taught me that the smell of freshly ground beans is much harder to screw up than the business of extracting them into a really good beverage. That part is much more difficult at least until you really know what you're doing, which is why I suppose barista is a profession rather than in my case, a hobby. Anyway, look, I don't want to talk so much about the art of making good coffee as I do about the psychology surrounding it, or at least our own psychology when it comes to our perception of the stuff. I think it's something a lot of us like to like because it's so much a part of popular culture all over the world. The morning post-nocturnal coffee is definitely a big thing, of course, although I do wonder sometimes to what extent, for me at least, It's also psychosomatic. In other words, am I talking myself into it? 
I know I'm not going to die if I don't have a cup of coffee first thing in the morning. And like if the house suddenly catches fire, I'm pretty sure there'll be more than enough adrenaline in my system for me to react appropriately. Because, I mean, you know, you never see interviews with people saying things like, I know I definitely could have stopped that terrorist attack if only I'd had my morning cup of coffee. And so I ask myself, do I really need it? Or do I just want it because I feel like I'm supposed to need it? Or because so many other people say they need it, because they've heard other people say they need it, and so on and so on and so on, right? Am I overthinking it? Probably. But having said all that, I too feel something of a need for my morning Americano with cream. And I've noticed that on days where I've not had it, I do, I don't know, somehow feel a bit blah. The fact is, caffeine is a little bit like the baby brother of cocaine, in so much as they're both psychoactive stimulants, but unlike cocaine, coffee isn't a narcotic, it's not classified as addictive, and it's not illegal. And although it may be habit-forming, coffee is ostensibly harmless, although it does affect some people more than others. And so, has anyone ever committed a horrible crime of passion following the consumption of a whole bunch of triple espressos? I honestly don't know the answer to that, and I don't particularly want to, because at the end of the day, there is something wonderful about a really well-made cup of coffee. And as with anything, nobody really needs a reason to like it. And I suppose as long as we manage to stay on the opposite side of incarceration and serious addiction, with our nasal septums fully intact, it's all good. Now someone go and get me a latte and one of those blueberry muffins. This is what I know. Theory time. And that was Theory Time, as always, at your service, presenting you with useful perspective on essential topics. And speaking of essential, we've now arrived at Song of the Day, which this week, for the very first time since we started the show, features a track from an artist other than me. Yes, we do like to stay on the cutting edge of entertainment here at the Wonderland, and so I thought it might be nice if I occasionally brought in music from some, let's say, Wonderland-approved artists whose work I enjoy myself and that you might not have heard before, and I think you should. So anyway, look, this week's track comes to us all the way from Western Massachusetts in the US of A, and from an outfit comprising two brothers, Andrew and Matthew Thompson. But I'm going to go all Australian on you now and call them Andy and Matt. Now, Andy and Matt are not only both excellent singers and songwriters, but also know their way around more than a few instruments. Now, they call themselves the Pioneer Valley. And without any more blah, 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 blah from me, we're going to hear a bit of one of their latest tracks. And this one's called Bottle It Up. The salt sign on my shape is a double-edged blade. Life that I fumbled finally crumbled by the end of the day Let us say she was leaving and don't know why The last hundred days I was really doing good this time Send it off Ship it out Push it down And forget about it Keeping the pain Of this broken love I can't 
thereof from the Pioneer Valley, a.k.a. Matt and Eddie Thompson. And you can hear the rest of that song on pretty much any of the streaming services, including Spotify and Apple Music. And if you check them out on Instagram and YouTube, you can also see the boys in action playing live in their studio, and that's definitely worth a look. And we will be hearing more from the Pioneer Valley in a future episode, so stay tuned for that. Now... Speaking of bottling things up, I was sitting in a cafe not long ago, watching the world go by, which is one of my favourite daytime activities, given that I work nights, and I was reminded that you can often get a sense of what people are saying to other people by the expressions on their faces, the tone of their voices, and even, to some degree, if they're speaking in a foreign language. And it's on that note that we're going to now turn on a dime and hurl ourselves fearlessly, armed with only a cheap toothbrush and no spare underpants, into the lion's den of Jeff's Thought of the Day. I was thinking about something, I think it was the thought of the day. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And welcome to Thought of the Day. I don't like eavesdropping. That is, listening to other people's conversations. And like most of us, I certainly don't like the thought of being listened to by a stranger, even in a non-English speaking country. And you can usually tell that someone's listening because suddenly they'll go very still or get a particular look on their faces, a look which says, Whatever this person who I don't know and who is not talking to me is saying is more interesting than anything I have in my pathetically empty life right now, even though I probably can't understand a word of it. And so, because I don't like people overhearing the private conversations I'm choosing to have in public, I have concocted a method of throwing them completely off the track, and I think it's pretty effective. Particularly... If I suspect that that stranger listening to me may not actually be very familiar with the language I'm speaking. My method, which I might add has been thoroughly road tested and is currently patent pending, will permit you to say almost anything out loud without having to worry in the slightest about whether anybody else outside the conversation is trying to listen in. Now the secret to this 
is to deliberately and consciously change your facial expressions, your voice tone, and your body language, using the opposite outward signals to accompany whatever it is that you're trying to express to your friend. To reiterate, this approach works best if you're in a country or area where your own language is not routinely spoken or understood. For example, if you are saying something to your friend like, If I ever see that guy again, I'm going to throw my drink in his face, knee him in the crutch and set his hair on fire. What you do is you put on a big, warm, friendly smile and with an excited look on your face, say it like this. Do you know, if I ever see that guy again, I'm going to throw my drink in his face, knee him in the crutch and set his hair on fire. Conversely, if you're telling your friend that you've won 20 million bucks in the lottery, put on the most miserable expression you can find and say it through barely controllable floods of tears as if you were expressing your reaction to the death of a loved one. Something like this. I've never been so happy in my entire life. Now I have 20 million dollars and I can live the rest of my life without ever having to worry about anything ever again. <laughs> okay, so this will serve to absolutely throw the curious foreign language stranger off the track or at the very least convince them that you're a complete lunatic, which is almost as effective. Either way, the contents of your conversation will no longer be of interest to them and your conversational privacy is fully intact. And I'd call that another Wonderland win. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And on that socially secure note, we climb out of the thought of the day lion's den, having confused the poor beast to the extent where he's completely lost his appetite and become fixated on the old toothbrush you've just thrown at him. And as it happens, people, we are also at the end of this week's episode. Don't forget to subscribe or follow the show if you've enjoyed yourselves. And you can also contact me via my website, which is www.jeffhealy.com or via email on jeffswonderland at yahoo.com. For now, though, it's farewell from all of me to all of you. Thanks for listening, and please do join me again next week for more unexpected thrills and spills on My Wonderland. Gotta get back to just in